0: This has been Flanagan with Aspect Radio. It's been a little while since we've been on the air, and Corey's not with me this time, but I'm here to share with you my favorite music of the 2013 film year. And while I still haven't seen all of the films that I want to see from 2013, I feel pretty comfortable with this list of my favorite music from the film year that was. And even though there are some films like Her and Nebraska and others that i have yet to see and i and i certainly won't make my top 10 or best of the year list until i see those movies again i feel very comfortable with this list of movies that have my favorite music from the year and the year from a film standpoint certainly has not disappointed yet and again i have several to see but it's just been a fantastic year if i had to make my top 10 right now i would feel very comfortable with the 10 films that i have as my top 10 currently and i have to say that the soundtracks of the films that i've seen from 2013 did not disappoint either i think that they have beautifully composed original scores and brilliantly chosen songs to accompany the films and right now I want to take a look back at some of the best choices that the filmmakers made and the unexpected collaborations between them and many of the best composers in Hollywood you have guys like Hans Zimmer and Cliff Martinez to me who sort of stick out as MVP composers of the year 2013 and now you may not consider this the best movie music of 2013 but this is a very personal list from my perspective specifically I'd love to hear from you so please leave comments and our blog post here email us at aspect radio show at gmail.com please do tell me your favorite music from 2013 or at least music from films in 2013 each choice here for me left an astounding impression that i won't soon forget and these songs and these sounds remain inside my head until today and they're just tumbling back and forth and forcing me to revisit some of these instant classics that made 2013 one of the best years that i can remember the music played such a big part I'll start with Jimmy Noon's song Blues My Naughty Sweetie Gives to Me. And it's from the film Blue Jasmine, Woody Allen's movie with Kate Blanchett. Woody Allen never, ever disappoints in bringing us jazz we never once thought to hear. And if you explore the sounds of his near 40 films, your personal library will seriously grow and it'll last forever. He gives you so much to chew on. And I think in Blue Jasmine, he delivers once again, featuring arguably the best performance of 2013 by Kate Blanchett as a recently divorced New York socialite who downgrades classes by moving in with her. Less fortunate sister in San Francisco. Alan doesn't attempt to sympathize while depicting the plight of a spoiled, rotten woman who never worked a day in her life, but we're fascinated by this journey. us on this journey is this wonderful jazz music that we're so used to from Woody Allen movies but Louisiana jazz clarinetist Jimmy Noon's track Blues My Naughty Sweetie Gives to Me is anchored by this trembling piano and this sort of skulking guitar that give a wonderful sense of slumming it from Jasmine's odd point of view while she's in San Francisco with her sister played by Sally Hawkins and her ex-husband Andrew Dice Clay and her new boyfriend wonderfully played by Bobby Cannavale Next on my list is from Michael Bay's film Pain and Gain which won't wind up on my best films of the year list but it has Plenty going for it. There's plenty to like about Pain and Gain, especially the music by composer Steve Jablonsky. These two tracks that sort of book in this film, and one that was featured in the initial trailer for Pain and Gain is called I'm Big, and there's another one called I Believe in Fitness. And I feel like these tracks, which you know are a motif throughout the movie, but again book in the film really beautifully, they evoke this sheer bigness of Vangelis in the early work of Hans Zimmer in a movie like Broken Arrow. And you have Jablonsky's work. Here, that lends way more to Michael Bay's muscle-bound caper than it really probably deserves. sounds like Jablonski and Bay are totally on the same page in terms of the concept that the director was initially going for with this satirical true story told from the mind of a man with big dreams and a hope for the American dream despite the violent route that he takes to acquire it with some of his bodybuilding buddies. But somewhere along the way, I feel like Bay fell short with his execution, but Jablonski certainly did not, especially on tracks like I'm Big and I Believe in Fitness, which sort of suggests a movie that could have been. Next on the list is from Hans Zimmer from the film Man of Steel, the new Superman movie from Zack Snyder, and the track is called What Are You Going To Do When You Are Not Saving the World. And I think that this is arguably the best movie music of the year, at least original movie music of the year, and it's certainly no surprise at all that it comes from Hans Zimmer who may wear the cap belonging to the best working film composer not named John Williams today. Obviously Zimmer blew us away with his work on Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy and in Inception. so. It was no surprise that Warner Brothers enlisted his help for its other big superhero movie, Man of Steel, from this past summer. And we knew that Zimmer would come through with something, but when Warner Brothers released the third film's trailer, it was really a matter of whether or not Zimmer had done his best work yet. The trailer track, which was dubbed on YouTube or elsewhere, an ideal of hope. It set us up for the Superman movie to end all Superman movies. And while I personally think that this is the best Superman movie to date, I'm still not sure that we have the best Superman movie that can be made, and maybe we'll get that with the next one, who knows. We hear a variation on the same track in the film. Again, it's called, What are you going to do when you're not saving the world? It's a lengthy title for sure, but if your heart doesn't swell to the point of explosion every last time you listen to this, then I just don't know what to tell you. Maybe movies just aren't for you. next is from one of my favorite movies of the year, certainly one of the best movies of the summer. It's Guillermo del Toro's film, Pacific Rim, yes, the robots versus monsters fighting movie, and it features original composer Ramin Jawadi's original score. On my way out of the theater after seeing this big booming giant robot movie, I heard the unlikeliest person whistling the loud and proud guitar heavy score. It was just this everyday 50-something Alabama dad rocking out like we all did, those of us who actually saw this movie after gypsy danger the top jaeger put the finishing touches on what should become one of our biggest and baddest hollywood franchises today i fear that that's not going to happen with this but the rest of jawadi's score hits plenty of the right notes including the track mako which is very a fantastic flashback sequence beautifully told by del toro but the main title gets you all jacked up and stuff while you're watching this movie Next is from Noah Baumbach's film Francis Ha. It's the hot chocolate song Everyone's a Winner. And it should not surprise us to hear British pop in these so-called hipster or mumblecore titles, but Noah Baumbach tends to transcend these cheap generalizations with these wickedly smart and heartfelt dramedies about misanthropes and lovable losers. Francis Ha is this modern New York City story about a 20-something nincompoop, here played by Greta Gerwig, who can't gain any control of her life professionally or socially as she attempts to avoid full-on adulthood, and one of the film's best scenes involves Gerwig taking probably the worst ever weekend trip to Paris, most of which is set to this little hot chocolate track that chronicles how not to spend your precious minutes in the city of Light. The next track is one from seemingly a little seen sci-fi film from Joseph Kaczynski, Oblivion, starring Tom Cruise. And this sci-fi adventure released last April, it didn't really register with audiences who seem to have grown a bit weary of the longtime movie star. But the film directed by the visually talented Kaczynski is much better than you might think, thanks in part to this terrific score composed by the French electronic band M83, following the director's collaboration with Daft Punk, on Tron legacy. I feel like the result is this cascading, dreamy, electronic rhythm that really builds on the film's underrated, non stop sense of mystery and meaning. And it is really a terrific action movie to boot. So, really check that one out. It's an underseen film and an underheard score. Play something. What y'all want to hear? Something sweet, something uplifting. Something sweet and uplifting, huh? Yeah. Play something inspiring. Oh, uh, you yeah, all want to see my sensitive side. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Yeah. Play something inspiring. All right. This one's by a little-known pop singer by the name of Miss Britney Spears, one of the greatest singers of all time, and an angel if there ever was one on this earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next comes from one of my favorite films of the year, Harmony Corinne's Spring Breakers. It's arguably the scene of the year where Corinne lets James Franco's bizarre corn-road, gold-grilled rapper, drug dealer, arms dealer, alien serenade his newfound demonic blonde trio of Spring Breakers with a little Britney Spears on a white piano in front of a St. Petersburg Bay before they embark on this frenzied crime spree that really plays into this spring break nightmare fantasy that Corinne really goes for and succeeds at establishing. I feel like this is a montage for the ages in Corinne's beach set fantasy complete with ski masks and bikini clad nymphs on this self-inflicted downward spiral into this again spring break nightmare. It's just so much fun. Plus even the biggest naysayers for this movie, people who haven't seen seen it or just maybe don't get it i don't know and and i know that this is a a kind of a tough one to watch for a lot of people corinne throws a lot at you here but i think that even the naysayers will gain an appreciation for britney spears sweet song here accompanied by franco's maniacal alien shoving a guy's face into a wedding cake I want to make note again of Cliff Martinez's work on the film. He does some original work and he collaborates with the dubstep artist Skrillex and even adapts one of Skrillex's songs that appears at the top of the film in the climax of the movie for a really great musical moment too that I I just wanted to mention here. But if I had to pick one from the movie, it's definitely the song Every Time by Britney Spears as sung by Spears and Franco here. The next one comes from one of my disappointments of the year in Sofia Coppola's Bling Ring. Let's go shopping. again it marks one of my disappointments strictly from a narrative standpoint i think the film's tone is really muddled the lost in translation and marie antoinette writer director she rarely screws up the soundtrack despite that opting to score her initial bling ring teaser trailer in the film's opening credits with this pulsating sleigh bells track called crown on the ground that really actually happens to put you in the minds of these young punks more so than of story actually does again the movie's a bit of a misfire but the soundtrack overall is really good and at least the. Opening opening credits start with this crown on the ground song from sleigh bells which is really fantastic and puts you in the right mood to see a good movie The next one, we go back to Cliff Martinez, again, one of the MVPs of the 2013 film music year, and I'm going to pick his song, Wanna Fight, from Only God Forgives, the film from Nicholas Winding Refn, which was panned by many and appreciated by too few, and it really pains me not to fully highlight Nicholas Winding Refn's use of the Thai band Proud, or P-R-O-U-D, song, the music box song. I will not mispronounce it here, because I know I would if I tried, but it's the song that appears in the the first trailer for this movie and also at the end of Only God Forgives and it's arguably the best piece of music you'll find in the Bangkok set Only God Forgives but I'd hate to discount the original score from one of film's best and brightest today and Cliff Martinez who employs some heavy synthesizer in Refn's grisly thriller set in the Bangkok underworld reminiscent of what you might have heard in something like A Clockwork Orange you hear this track during a sequence involving the film star Ryan Gosling and a Thai actor who plays this retired police officer who sort of stalks Ryan Gosling's character throughout the movie and takes out justice on many of the film's characters that certainly deserve it. But the two actors engage in a wonderfully staged fist fight, and Cliff Martinez's music really just serves it extremely well. Next, keeping with a Ryan Gosling film, I'll go this time with The Place Beyond the Pines, Derek Cianfrance's ambitious Broken Family epic. It certainly doesn't skip on melodrama, but it's as earnest a tale as you could ask for from the guy who gave us the heartbreaking Blue Valentine. And the writer-director enlists the help of Faith No More's Mike Patton, a multi-instrumentalist who seamlessly meshes the director's bleak yet sweet vision this time around, his achingly pretty song Snow Angel. It really serves as a theme and a transition track for many of the story's ill-fated characters who tend to wander sort of aimlessly on their own paths to nowhere. And that certainly sounds bleak, but I, I do recommend this movie, even if it maybe outkicks its coverage a bit. This music gives those characters and the viewer a sense of hope that you'd previously thought impossible during the film. And probably the MVP in terms of film music of the year. If it's not a composer like Cliff Martinez or Hans Zimmer, it's going to have to be the entire soundtrack for the Joel and Ethan Cohen film Inside Lou and Davis. The soundtrack I finally caught up with this movie. The latest film from Joel and Ethan Cohen. When I was in New Orleans covering The Sugar Bowl, I caught it at the Canal Place Theater in downtown New Orleans. And it's a wonderful film, and not to go too deep into the movie itself, but this is a soundtrack that was developed by the filmmaker's frequent collaborator again, T-Bone Burnett. They previously teamed up on Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? which similarly pushed its soundtrack to success beyond the films. But their latest film tells the story of a down on his luck folk musician in New York City in the 1960s. It's loosely based on the life of Dave Van Ronk and here he's played by actor musician Oscar Isaac and we got a a snippet of Isaac's talent in the film's second trailer where he duets with Marcus Mumford on the folk song previously sung by Dave Van Ronk, Bob Dylan Pete Seeger and others, it's a song called Fare Thee Well, in in parentheses, Dink's song, and it really sets a beautifully melancholic tone, and if you haven't seen this movie, then you should know that it at least has some fine folk music. Now that I have seen it, I can tell you that there are other songs like Hang Me, Oh Hang Me. And you have these songs like 500 Miles and the original song, Please Mr. Kennedy, and a few other songs sung by Oscar Isaac, again, as Lou and Davis here, that are just beautiful. They're just very pretty songs with Oscar Isaac himself singing and picking an acoustic guitar, and it's wonderful. And you even get a track from Bob Dylan and even some of Dave Van Ronk's original works. And one song that Oscar Isaac covers in the film and on the soundtrack, and one that you hear from Dave Van Ronk on the soundtrack is one called Green, Green, Rocky Riddle which is just a lovely track sung by each of those men and I just highly recommend this entire soundtrack. All 14 tracks are terrific. On it, and I can't recommend it enough, and I can't recommend the film enough, especially for Cohen fans. You you must see this movie if it's playing near you. So that does it for me. Those are my favorite pieces of music from films in the year 2013. Again, I'd love to hear from you. Please tweet at Aspect Radio, find us on Facebook, and you can find us at aspect dot Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to bringing you brand new podcasts very soon. Wrapping up the film year of 2013. Everybody. Green, green, rock and road, yeah, promenade and green. Mm-hmm. Tell me who you love. Tell me who you love. Nice.